Hello, I'm your host, Gillian Semler. You're listening to Let's Talk, brought to you by Citilets and Arla Property Mart Scotland. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show for the world of property letting, investment, legislation, personal stories and much more. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's Talk at citilets.co.uk. Joining me today is Karen Turner, Director of Lettings at Rating Co. Morning, Karen. Good morning, Gillian. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Now, Rating Co. have operated under that name since 1993. However, the company dates back further. And then this one, it was known as the Edinburgh and Glasgow Investment Company, which was owned by the Retty family. So tell us a bit more about the, the history and key milestones of the company. Yeah, I guess the key milestones are many, Gillian. I mean, after Simon built a successful sales and lettings business, he went on to develop land and development, along with um, our well-known consultancy business, which incorporates research teams, along with um, farms and estates. So something that we've not stayed static, we've actually grown and ventured into many different areas over, over the years. Okay. Well, Reddick Co. have built a strong reputation for themselves over the years. In fact, Reddick express in their literature to quote, we have worked to establish ourselves as the best in our class. Can you tell us about the company's values and culture? Yes, of course. Whilst we're experienced in many different sectors, the service delivery isn't differentiated across the, across the business areas. We aim to deliver the best results through our local market knowledge, our exceptional customer service. So for us, no client is too big or too small. Our core values are deep-rooted and include excellence and dependability. We're also a very entrepreneurial business and we have many great minds across the business. Well, you've been Director of Lettings at Rating Co for over three years now. However, your property career started well before then. So tell us a bit more about your previous roles. Yeah, I feel like I've been in property most, most of my life. Um, so most of my property career had been working in the legal sector for law firms, predominantly within the estate agency divisions. I've been Director of um, State Agency and then was latterly Director of Property at a law firm for a few years. That business sadly went into administration. I then briefly set up my own consultancy business and then the opportunity to work with Reti came along. This was an opportunity not to be turned down as I'd worked with Simon many years ago and they're a fabulous business to work for. So I work with a very supportive executive team and my Lettings team are a great team to work with. They're hard working, fun and just generally a great bunch of people. So it's, you know, it has a real lot of very good and happy advantages. Oh, fantastic. Well, Reti and co-market a wide range of properties um, types for sales and lettings in Scotland and north of England. Can you describe to our listeners more about these property types and services that Reti offer? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we specialise in many property types and are known to be market leaders in the high-end market for both lettings and sales. We have three lettings teams covering Edinburgh, Glasgow, and we also have a short lets business as well. We have sales teams which span across Edinburgh, Glasgow, Borders, Berwick, and our recently opened St Andrew's office, along with an office in Newcastle. We also have a large new homes division and land and rural division as well. So I'd like to think that we offer a variety of properties, I guess, to suit most budgets ac across all the service areas. Mm -hmm. Well, over a third of Reddy's landlords live abroad. So do they mainly consist of international investors or are they people who've moved overseas and require a home to be managed? Tell us about the profiles of these landlords. 
Yeah, there's a real mix, to be honest. I would say most of our non-resident landlords are made up of UK individuals who have chosen to move abroad either for work or for retirement. But more recently, we're beginning to see quite a lot of international investors coming into the Edinburgh market. I would say more so Edinburgh than Glasgow at the moment is what, okay. I'm, ex is what I'm experiencing. And where are these? Are they mainly from specific areas or countries, these investors? Where? Yeah, we're seeing quite a lot of Hong Kong investment in mm -hmm. the, at the moment in the Edinburgh market. Um, and we've worked on a couple of developments with developers where we're, we're seeing that Hong Kong develop, um, investor come into the market. So, yeah, that's fairly strong at the moment. Okay, well, let's let's talk about the um, the recent market, and in particular, let's touch on the sales market, because there was initially a lot of fear at the start of the pandemic for the property market. Um, however, it seems to have actually done unusually well, especially at the higher end with larger properties, you know, the so-called race for space is an obvious factor, but what else do you believe contributed to this? I think initially when the market reopened last June, there was probably quite a, a mix of properties which were in the system on hold. So they were then released back onto the market or they'd been pending, waiting to list. And then we had sellers who thought they would seize the opportunity last year to sell, given the future was probably uncertain at, at that point. And then there was an unpredictability about you know, what was going to happen with values and things, given the COVID situation. And then in addition, the big kicker there was the, the working from home status. You know, that made people rethink about how they were going to work, how they were going to live. And maybe people found they needed more space. So a lot of flats then hit the market because people were then looking to move into a home with a garden. And people, if they were in a smaller flat, felt they needed more outside space and things as well if they were going to be working from home. So I don't think it was any one thing. I think it was a combination of many things coming together and clashing all at the one time. Okay, well, with regard to larger properties in the latest market, you know, the CityLet's latest report showed the common trend of these size of properties across the country and continued to be in high demand throughout quarter two. It was clearly evident that with three and four beds posting a year-on-year -year rent increase of 8.4% and 10.9% respectively, compared to one and two beds showing a yearly increase of two and 3.5 on average. So what's been Reti's experience? I would say pretty similar, to be honest. I would agree with that. I mean, we've seen high demand for large family properties and also properties out with the city boundary. They've proved to be really attractive. We've actually seen the rents on the property within the city boundary, but also out with start to increase as well. So again, it's that access to more space and certainly access to green space out, out with the city boundary is quite appealing, particularly if people are going to be working from home for a longer period of time as well. Indeed. So Edinburgh continued to see some challenges during quarter two with oversupply of the smaller one and two bed properties in some locations. So what do you think were the reasons and would you agree that any lingering issues will be overcome by the end of quarter three? Yeah, I feel that we were still working with a large element of the oversupply of stock from the Airbnb market. And also there was the renter shift of what they were looking for. We've certainly seen this supply diminish over the summer months and demand has been high for most property types. So I think, yes, by time we're through Q3, that oversupply really has began to diminish. So I think we'll be back to normal levels again quite, quite soon. Good. Well, let's look at the Glasgow market, because it was the only Scottish city during quarter two to record positive growth across all property sizes, and average rents rose by 8.9%. So how much of a concern do you think this will be for policymakers and the local authority, as it looks like quarter three may record even more dramatic rises of rent and reduction of time to let? 
Yeah, I think what we have seen is Glasgow has been flying high. I mean, it didn't have the same Airbnb supply issue as Edinburgh experienced. So demand has been high and the rents are certainly getting pushed up in Glasgow. Will it continue, though, remains to be seen. Certainly what we are finding at the moment is we're turning off advertising after about 24 hours at the moment because the demand has been so high. So it might be a concern if it continues, but my feeling is that there isn't enough resource or data gathering yet to support an, a, a rent control zone at, at the moment. Okay. Well, as you mentioned earlier, Reti operates in the student market, which is now bouncing back. Um, however, during the past year and a half, many students returned home. So how did you overcome the challenges of unoccupied or partial occupied properties? I think if I'm being honest, we didn't experience as many empty HMO properties as we'd initially thought that we might. Um, given the restrictions at the time, many people couldn't get home, the students couldn't get home to their family. And we actually, our landlords proved to be very supportive. So if there were any issues, many received rent reductions or some months of, of free rent as well. So That's we were deep. pleasantly surprised that we didn't experience the levels mm -hmm. of low occupancy, what we thought we would that, that we would initially. So we were quite pleased with that. Yeah, that is good, yeah. And good to hear, obviously, that landlords were being really accommodating. Yeah, they were very accommodating indeed. Now, your Lettings team are finalists in the category sponsored by Citilet's Residential Lettings Team of the Year in the Scottish Home Awards, which is soon to take place. So you must be really proud of your team to get to get to this stage. Yeah, absolutely. They're a fabulous team to work with and they work really hard. So getting to the final is a real testament to, to the team and the individuals involved. It's great that they can get this recognition as working in Lettings can sometimes be a hard and often thankless task. But the team take all in their strides, so it's a well-deserved recognition for them. So good luck to everyone on the night. Absolutely, it's very well done. Now you're Thank clearly you. full of energy. You're a keen runner and cyclist, and have taken part in various charity races and cycles too. So tell us about your most memorable charity involvements. Yeah, well, I guess my biggest personal challenges have been a charity cycle from Vietnam to Cambodia, and that was quite challenging. Quite a flat route, but quite challenging. It was in 40 degrees heat oh. and the humidity, um, so that, that was a challenge in itself absolutely. to get through the day. But it was an absolutely amazing experience. It was a, a wonderful bunch of ladies. We cycle for Professor Winston's charity, um, Women for Women. He's now Lord Winston. Mm -hmm. um, I've done also done two half marathons, and after the first half marathon, I said, absolutely never again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's amazing what you can get talked into after a couple of glasses of wine. Um, I run regularly, you know, that's just a great way of me keeping fit mm -hmm. and it also sets me up for the day ahead. You certainly need to have a clear head coming into the, yes. the letting seat every day. Um, and I now have a puppy, so he keeps me on my toes, mm. so I certainly get my steps up there with him. What have you got? Uh, a cocker spaniel. Oh, lovely, lovely. Oh, a bit crazy. Six months old, <laughs> yes. Call him devil dog. Like, do you? <laughs> oh, how lovely. Tell us a wee bit more about your cycle. So how long did that take? So it was, over, it was over five days. We were away for nine mm -hmm. days in total, so we were away for five days. Very well structured, very well organised. So we started off um, in Vietnam and we met uh, Lord Winston there. He came out. Um, yeah, it was just an incredible experience. So the day was broken up into... Short, short cycles mm -hmm. and then you had a break and then you broke for lunch and you had to be off the roads by about five o'clock by the time it got dark you weren't yeah. allowed to cycle there in, in the dark so we cycled over from Vietnam into Cambodia two very different cultures yeah. very 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 different um, but the, the buzz in, in Vietnam was just amazing they all go around on mopeds and it's just you just hear this big hum and you turn around there's like 40 50 cycle oh. behind you oh, 
associate with all of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mad, mad drivers and things, but um, very, very poor countries, but very happy people. Yeah. They were. It, it was just a lovely thing to a lovely thing to be involved um, and a fantastic experience. Oh, um, sounds like it. Oh. But exhausting, but great fun. <laughs> but worth it, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, listen, thank you very much for coming on today, and we wish you all the very best of luck at the Home Awards, and we'll see you then. That's great, Gillian. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Gillian Semler. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to the Let's Talk channel on all the usual platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud, as well as on citylets.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And also let your friends know where to find us. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show providing insight into the world of property letting. More information on today's show can always be found on our show notes along with this podcast. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's Talk at citylets.co.uk.